0: This is Weekly Woman by Tubulence for PMS. Hi everyone, it's Alice Cash from Weekly Woman, presented by Tubulence for PMS. Welcome to the show. Today, I have to talk to you about my most embarrassing period story. I know, I know, but like it happens once a month. I feel like every month is embarrassing. Terrible, terrible, I know. But then afterwards, we're going to hear from Ashley Logan, an amazing woman who is an entrepreneur in Charlotte, North Carolina, and she is making waves with her own wellness coaching. Stick around, can't wait for you to hear the show today. Okay, can you all think of an embarrassing period story? I feel like I'm plagued with one every month. Every time my period starts, I just think, dear Lord, what will happen next? It's never a fun experience. In fact, I usually think, please let me start menopause. I'm so tired of this madness. But then I recant that once I see what my mother's going through. To be a female and to deal with our bodies is no joke. That's why we at Jubilance have started the Facebook group by PMS. So all of you can have a place to just discuss what we have to deal with every single month. If you haven't checked it out, go to it now, please. Run. As I've said, something terribly embarrassing and awful happens to me every month in relation to my period. When I first started dating my boyfriend, he didn't know this about me. Sure, he understood women's biology and what happened once a month, but to date me, you have to know that my uterus is a monster that just does what it wants. Naturally, I didn't tell him any of this at the beginning. One night, my period struck. It was a bad one. The one where cramps just destroy your life and the blood never seems to end. Why do I need to use five tampons in a night? The world may never know, but my uterus is laughing maniacally at me. I woke up the next morning and I'd done something that every girl has done before. Some blood got on his sheets. I was completely mortified. Here was this new guy I was seeing who thought I was just fabulous and gorgeous, and he was going to realize that a monster dwelled underneath the surface of my skin. He'd find out that I wasn't perfect in the most embarrassing way. As he got out of bed, it was pretty hard to miss the bright red stain across his white sheets. Alice? He asked. My face at this point was the same color as the blood that came out of my body, and I tried to think of any reasons that blood might have gotten on his sheets. A bear crawled through the window of his New York apartment and bit off my leg. Too crazy. I was eating french fries in bed last night when I dropped ketchup on his bed. It didn't look like ketchup. I had Ebola and coughed up blood. Too soon, too soon. We're in a pandemic. I bucked up and told the truth. He of course was kind and understood, but I couldn't look him in the eye, because talking about periods about women's health is a taboo, even with our partners. I ran out of his apartment as quickly as I could, taking his sheets with me. He said he could wash them, but he didn't even know how to get period stains out. Come on. It's a girls Like, I know how to get blood out of anything. I had a whole lifetime of experience with these things. I washed his sheets and snuck back over to his apartment while he was at work and made his bed. Then I left him a gift on his clean sheets. My card read, here's another red for your bed, with a bottle of red wine next to it. I turned an embarrassing moment into something we could laugh about. Instead of letting my period get the best of me, it sparked a conversation between my boyfriend and I about women's bodies and my needs. Sure it was embarrassing, and something seems to happen every month, but opening the conversation was important, and something that we strive to do here at Jubilance. Let's turn this taboo around into something that we can actively talk about, both with our friends and with our partners. I am so excited to welcome Ashley Logan of Ashley Logan Wellness today onto the podcast. You have got to hear the amazing stories that she has from her clients and the work that she does. Welcome, Ashley. Ashley Logan is a wellness entrepreneur opening her own coaching practice, Ashley Logan Wellness. After working 10 plus years in corporate advertising and marketing, earning her MBA in international business and raising her three kids, she had to sort through her own stress-related health issues. It was only when she took a holistic approach that she started to experience a shift. This led her on a journey to turn her lifelong passion of health and wellness into her profession. She became a certified health coach through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and registered 200 hours as a yoga instructor. We're so excited to talk to her today about her business, her life, and bringing the mind, body, and soul in balance for better health and optimal wellness. Welcome.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Um, And so we just start the podcast off with some kind of like random fun questions. Um, What is your favorite word in the dictionary?
1: Well, I have a lot, so it's hard just to pick one. Um, But given the current times, I would say tenacious. Like I feel like we all have to channel a lot of tenacity right
0: now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a word I don't ever use, but I should tenacious. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Okay. What's your favorite TV show you've binged during quarantine?
1: I loved, I've already watched the whole thing. The morning show with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. It was At, so good. Did you watch that too? I
0: did. Yeah. Oh,
1: I thought it was so powerful.
0: Yeah. And, and, and every acting episode. was, yeah.
1: The acting was phenomenal in it. And I think um, just the characters were so well-developed and uh, the story was relevant um, to past events. I won't give anything away, but I highly recommend it. It's riveting.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Um, And what's your favorite wellness tip that you've ever received?
1: I have to say putting your own oxygen mask on first, and then putting it on the people you care about, whether it's children, a parent. I think it's so important, and I have three kids, so I kind of relate it to my children, but it's really taking care of yourself first, because you're not able to fully take care of other people until you take care of yourself first. And I spent years putting other people ahead of me and my health suffered for it. And once mm. I started to prioritize my own health, I realized I was stronger to be able to serve those around me.
0: And Ashley, you've that kind of brings us to like your professional life. You've gone through so many different avenues from an MBA to through marketing and now into your wellness journey. Can you talk a little bit more about that journey and uh, how it all developed?
1: Sure. So, um, yeah, I had 10 plus year career in corporate advertising and marketing. Um, and when I was pregnant with my first son, I have three boys. Um, I had to choice to make, you know, am I going to continue the corporate route or stay home with my kids? Cause I knew, I knew we were going to have a couple more kids at least. Um and I decided to stay home and um I just realized for me um it would have been hard to juggle both. Mm-hmm. So I made that choice to stay home with my kids. And during that time, um after you know, I subsequently had two more children and after about 10 years uh, as a stay-at-home mom, I started to uh kind of get the itch to get back to work um as they grew older and became more independent. Um, And I really considered going back into corporate marketing, Mm -hmm. because I had a great job, it was um, very comfortable. um, But I wasn't really fulfilled. And I had a choice to make then as well, like, do I want to go back to what's comfortable? Or do I want to take a risk and do something different, even though it's pushing out of my comfort zone. And it was really scary to think of not going, just reverting back to what I knew. Mm -hmm. Um, But I chose um, to go into become an integrative health coach kind of by accident almost. I was um, kind of trying to think of different things, you know, what I'm passionate about, where I really feel fulfilled and on purpose. And that, the theme for me was health and wellness. Um, and then on Instagram, I saw Gabby Bernstein, who i love her work. She's written a bunch of books, um, about spirituality and finding your purpose and and manifestation. Like she's a great author. Um, but anyway, she posted, um, something about IIN, which is in New York city. And I researched it and ended, I was so blown away by the program and ended up just taking the leap. <laughs>
0: amazing. And
1: so, yeah. And so I did the year long program. And while I was doing that, I was also getting, um, my yoga certification, which I've wow. also been like a lifelong yogi. So I was just sort of formalizing that, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. And I just kind of started my own business incorporated and it's just been a really exciting journey for me.
0: That's amazing. So when did you start your business officially?
1: It's been about a year and a half.
0: Amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what do you do with your coaching? Do you integrate like the yoga practice into, into your um, business as well?
1: Yeah, a lot of the principles in yoga are very um, aligned with the integrative health coaching model because oh. a lot of yoga is breath work, it's body awareness, it's uh, mindfulness. Uh, It's almost a moving meditation in a sense. And a lot of what I work with clients on in the integrative health coaching piece is just developing that awareness. A lot of the principles in yoga transfer to the uh, the health coaching Um, because I work with women, not just on diet or fitness. Those are certainly components, but we also look at mindset. We look at relationships, career fulfillment, every aspect that might affect how a person looks and feels and shows up each day. Uh, in yoga, a lot of those principles can be applied, if suitable, you know, to um, a health coaching program that I developed for a client.
0: Oh, wow. Are they specific for each client then? Um, I'm, yes, I'm so
1: I can work with clients. I have coaching calls. If someone just wants to set up a coaching call with me, just to get a feel for it. I offer that. It's a la carte uh, coaching. And then I also have two programs. One is a four-week program and one is a six-month program. And in those programs, I create a program customized to the client and what they're hoping to achieve. So for the four-week program, it's about one to three goals, depending on what they are. If it's one big goal, we'll just do one you know, goal, but if it's three smaller ones, I'll make a program for the three smaller ones. Um, And then the six month program is much more intensive and that's six goals. Wow. So I try to really meet uh, women where they are because we're all different. And I don't believe in a one size fits all approach because we're all at different points in our health journey. We all have different needs. We all have different, um, you know, scheduling issues and it's just i'd really try to be flexible um to help women as many women as i can
0: that's amazing ashley so we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor gbilance for pms it's a daily supplement that helps you be you gbilance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of pms that means less stress anxiety and more of getting back to your life you deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed studies. And it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. Jubulance isn't just a product. It's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilance Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. Can you talk a little bit about like a client's experience and how you knew you made a difference?
1: Yeah, so I, a lot of the women I work with are working moms, whether they have their own business or they're in corporate America. Um, and it's hard to balance both. It's hard to be a mom, work in corporate, you know, be a daughter, a sister whatever other hats we wear. So I had um, an attorney who came to work with me and she had two small kids and she had a pretty demanding career. And she was having trouble prioritizing her health goals. Like she wanted to have more energy. She wanted to lose those last five pounds. And she was having trouble finding time in her day to exercise, which is something she really enjoyed exercising, but she just could not find the time. Right. And I hear that a lot. Like, I don't have time to do all this stuff, you know, yeah. go to the store and cook healthy meals, exercise, you know, meditate. When am I going to meditate? You know, a lot of it is our, the mindset around our time and how much time we have in a day to do the things that we want to do. So in her particular situation, we really got to the, to the root cause of where she was spending her time. And a lot of it is time management and our mindset around time. And once we were able to really develop a schedule and I worked with her in her schedule to really show her where she could carve out time to accomplish those goals on a daily basis, because a lot of it is a lot, most change, most effective long-term change occurs in the small daily actions we take. So it's small steps each day, get us to where we want to go. Um, And it requires a lot of patience and you have to really play the long game when you're trying to create a lot of change in your life. Um, But as she took small daily steps towards goals, bite-sized goals each day, she began to notice a difference. Wow. And once she carved out, say, 15 minutes in the morning to go for a walk, then she realized, well, I'm actually can bump that up to 20 minutes. And then it became 30 minutes. And that didn't happen in a week. That happened over a couple, you know, several weeks. But once we began getting positive feedback from our change behavior, it incentivizes us to prioritize that healthy behavior. And so we begin to to see tangible changes in our life.
0: Wow. That's And amazing. it's
1: really, yeah, and it's really uh, about taking those small deliberate steps each day. And when we are in a state of overwhelm and when we feel like we have no time, we're stretched so thin, it's really, really hard to find, you know, to, to believe that we can create the time for ourselves, but it is possible. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I think uh, that's amazing. Just like taking that 15 minutes, like where can you carve that out? Cause everyone can have 15 minutes mm-hmm. or 10 minutes. Um, but it is hard to say like, Oh, like, like I do so much and like to try and be healthy. Um, but I love your idea of like the 15 minutes or wherever you can find that, which is yeah, incredible. It's
1: Very effective.
0: Yeah. Can you talk about being a female business owner? What's been the most difficult as, uh, as you've opened your business in this year and a half, what's been difficult or most challenging? Like,
1: I think the one thing I miss about kind of the corporate environment is the camaraderie um, with coworkers, kind of those water cooler conversations, being a part of a team, um, having that um, just sort of built in network. I miss that because entrepreneurship can be isolating and a lot you know, especially with COVID, um, so I've really made an effort to reach out and become more involved in virtual events. Mm. And, um, but I think that is probably the hardest part of entrepreneurship is just the isolating factor of it. Yeah, um, you really have to make um, a bigger effort to get connected and to meet new people. And, and I don't just mean clients or prospecting. I just mean peers. You know you know, women, other female entrepreneurs, just to connect with, to get, to share ideas, to support one another. I think that's so important as uh, a business owner to find and continually to look for new people that you can meet and support and bounce ideas off of. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think that's so awesome. And something that we talk about on the podcast every time is what does womanhood mean to you? And like, it's interesting that you're already talking about just this idea of finding other women to like always connect with as an entrepreneur. Um, what is, what is womanhood for you?
1: Gosh, that's a big question. I think, um, (laughs) it means a lot of different things to me. Um, but I believe women are, have a gift of empathy naturally. And I think, to lead as a woman with empathy is a very powerful thing, and I think if we can really stand in our empathy and our ambition simultaneously, we can move mountains, mm-hmm. so um, that's what it means to me today. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that's great, and that's really what you're trying to do is move mountains just like little by little with each of your clients, so mm-hmm. that's that's amazing. Um, what advice would you give to a woman who's just starting on their wellness journey?
1: Well, it's similar to what I said earlier. I would just encourage them to pick one thing that they want or one small goal that they want to, you know, achieve for themselves Mm -hmm. in their health and wellness and start with one goal and break that goal into little steps each day that they can take because I find when women are like, well, I wanted to, you know, we're, we're list makers and there. A lot of times clients will come to me and they'll have a really long list of all the things that, you know, how they want to change or do differently. And what I help them do is to prioritize that list and say, well, Mm -hmm. what's really, what are really the key things that you want to, want to change? And a lot of times there's a similar theme. um, And I find a lot of it has to do with our sense of worth and what we feel we're worthy of, because if we put other people's needs ahead of ours, we're sort of subconsciously telling ourselves that we're not worth putting ourselves first. So a lot of what we do, what I do is help women realize like they're worth the goal that they want for themselves. Because if you believe you're worth it, then you're going to prioritize it. And if you prioritize it, you're going to take those small steps each day to achieve it.
0: Wow. That's, that's such a great sense of shifting of a mindset of like, you are worth it. So Mm -hmm. how do you get to that goal? And how do you like try to build to accomplish it? Moving that little mountain or big mountain, but little, like climbing it a little bit each day.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: yeah that's amazing, Ashley. Um Is there anything else you'd like to add? like how how do our listeners get in contact with you?
1: Well, um, my website is fairly comprehensive about my programs and offerings, and I have loads of resources on there, free resources um, and my blog, and it's ashleyloganwellness dot com. And I have a new uh, guide, The Ultimate Guide to Achieve Your Big Audacious Goals, which is intended to help people set goals for 2021, but to also finish 2020 strong, because we still have time (laughs) to finish off those goals for 2020. I think so many of us are just ready for this year to be over, but um, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's where people can find me. Amazing. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to add
0: to our listeners today?
1: No, I just thank you for the opportunity to talk about these important issues and topics.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being on, Ashley. It was a pleasure. Thanks, Alice.